Welcome to Brutal Honesty, where we talk about everything and anything. Nothing is off limits. If we know you, we might just talk about yes, you. Yes, we will. We are your hosts, Belen Bisoso and Marisela Casas. Bienvenidos! Yay! Welcome everyone to our first podcast. We're super excited. We made it. We made it. Like It was a journey. This shit is hard. You know what? <laughs> We're not very techy. And I guess when we thought about doing a podcast, we didn't realize how techy it really was. So we want to we want to say thank you to um, to to Pancho. Our, Pancho, he's our, our producer. He's our producer, and he's been great. He's been holding our hands all the way through. But anywho, yeah. what's our first topic going to be today? So social pressure. We we want to choose something that we can all relate to. And who the heck, who the heck hasn't experienced social pressure? We like to title it "I Did It for the Gram." I did it for the gram. You know, when you just want to look all cute and you want to just just present to the world who you are, who you want to be, who you think you are. What is it? What do we present to the world? What do we put on our Instagram? What do you put on your Instagram? I don't know. I feel like this show is for all the wannabes. <laughs> or we want, I'm a wannabe, I, I guess. I feel like we're all wannabes. I feel yeah, like we're all not? wannabes. Um, but yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk about how... I mean, I feel like social media has played such a big role in our lives now, and it's just so hard to almost avoid. And I think we're all guilty of different things when it comes to social media. And so we're going to talk about those things that we're guilty about. Um, And so, yeah, let's get it going. Let's talk about those social pressures and what they mean to us and, and what does that really mean, having our shit together for the world. Yeah, and I think social pressure is something that we all experience is it good bad i don't know but yeah and i think we actually used to experience that as humans prior to social media i feel like even like our parents maybe like you had to be married you had to have kids you Mm -hmm. had to because the neighbor because your cousin because you know whatever your girlfriend they got married so i feel like maybe i'll say i think this much maybe even prior to instagram or prior to facebook i feel like social pressure has always been a thing yeah dude like I can't even count the number of times that I've been asked like when are you having kids you're getting so old <laughs> like don't bring up age <laughs> <laughs> my bad my bad but you know what no, I mean it's true no and it's true um it's true and I feel like I feel like um we put even pressure on each other even on ourselves and it's just so like it's so normal Mm -hmm. to do that yeah so I think to you Mari like what is social pressure like before we really dive into some shit but like to you what is it what is social pressure I mean it's all what you see on the outside for me so how you look what you drive I mean, what you do with your life, what you're doing with your life, your career, it's just all the external stuff that the people, that people see, that people see of you. I feel like that's a social pressure. So it's not so much of how my, the values or, you know, just, it's not so much of my core values of who I am internally. It's more like what people see of me and what people expect of me and what I, what I expect of myself. I feel like, I feel like sometimes I put more pressure on myself than maybe people put on me. 
No, I like that. And I think for me, it's a little bit different. Like, it is what people see of me on the outside. But I feel it's like the shit I might say or do to make people think a certain way of me. So I think... What do you mean? Give me an example. All right, let's get real. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now Uh everybody and their mama Uh on social media is a fucking social activist. I know. Everyone. I know. And I, you know, I support the Black Lives Matter movement, but I see all these people just posting all this stuff and I'm like, yo, like, are you doing this so people think you are for something? Like to show your yeah. stance on something? Yeah, yeah. And I think some people do do it for that reason. And I think some people do it because that's how they really feel. And they have an op- I feel like they just really feel a certain, they feel a certain way and they want to voice that. But I feel like there's, there's people who just, I mean, was it Blackout Tuesday? Yes, yesterday. Yeah, but the first one that they did. Oh. Where they black you put your Instagram and it was like just oh yes black. yes 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 um, and that built a lot of controversy because it was like who's doing it for the right reasons and who's not just because they feel like the social pressure of actually doing it well but I mean it doesn't have to be a bad thing like no? they still supported and raised awareness yeah you know I mean yeah I agree. but are those people are I mean I can count me in but. Are those people voting? Are they having those tough conversations face-to-face? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. But that's where social pressure can be good or bad, you know? Because social pressure does create, I mean, it inspires change sometimes. And I think especially with the whole, um, you know, Black Lives Matters and what we're going through now, I feel like it's provoking change. Or it's provoking conversations to hopefully move towards change so some this i guess that's a good example of good social pressure because i feel like i mean there's also the bad side of it but we don't want to talk about that but i think there's things that i think we're in a a space where discussions are happening yeah well and that's where i mean like shit for those that think social pressure is bad it could be good too. Let's use it for that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But let's also do our due diligence to make sure we're actually doing other things to back up our talk. Like, let's walk the walk. Back up what we put on our Facebook and our... Yeah. 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 But true. I'd be liking some shit that other people be posting on their <laughs> social media, you know? Like, girls taking pictures from certain angles. I'm like, oh, girl, you look good, but you don't look like that in real life. <laughs> You know what? <clears throat> I think we all know a few girls and guys, but I think, okay, and men. But I think we all know a few females who look very different from what we see on their social media and what we, how we know them in person. I call that false advertising. Oh, I like that. Yeah. We just labeled it. <laughs> but it's true, but we all feel, you know, that social pressure to look good in the pictures. You know? Hell yeah, we do. Hell yeah, we do. And you know what? Do you remember back in the day when we had like just the regular cameras where you took a picture and what you got is what you got? (laughs) That was the final product. (laughs) That was the final product. And you didn't know what the final product was until you went to go, you know, you went to go um, (laughs) develop the picture. Oh, those Those, were the rough times. But now everyone looks too perfect. I. 
I just think we everyone looks too perfect. And I feel like it's just so, it's so toxic to look so perfect. I think, I think we're older, but I think for like younger, younger girls, um, who social media, they grew up with social media and they're seeing these pictures, even how they take, even the angles, even the back, the backgrounds, just even where you take pictures, even having like the perfect picture of, of your food, you know, it's just like, everything has to be so perfect. And I feel like. I just hope, I just, I worry for our young ladies and our young men who are growing up with certain expectations. Yeah. Unnecessary expectations. But that's not really changing, you know what I mean? And I don't know, like, I think it's become part of our culture, our society. I'll tell you what, though. Do you look good in your pictures for dudes or for chicks? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think I look, I try to look good in pictures, I think, for myself. Like, I just want to post something where I like, like, I look, I'm like, ooh, I look pretty. But I who, look do you good. Wanna, who do you want to be looking at your pictures, though? Um, uh, both. <laughs> You're killing my point uh, right now. What do you think? Do you think it's girls? Do, you, do we look about more for girls? I think so. For pictures? Like, when you fuck it, when you take a picture, well, I don't want to call you out. But call when chick, out. when chicks take pictures with other chicks, I'm not even going to say friends. Uh-huh. Like Other girls. Okay. Girl, other females. You know, girls, yeah, you know. Just, mm-hmm. You know you're fucking comparing yourself to see who looks better in that picture. And it better damn be you or whoever, you know, is looking at the picture. We all do that. I think there's, two, there's thirsty girls who might do that shit to get... Oof. Dude, I know. Bad. That's a whole other conversation. I we know. need to have a. We need to have a. Uh, we'll have a thirsty girl podcast like episode because I, like I feel like I have a lot to say about that, <laughs> and not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. I just feel like us as women, we've just kind of, we've just, we just need to really reevaluate what we're putting out. But I do think a mm. lot of chicks try to look like if I'm in a strange, if I'm at a club. I want to look good the next to the chick next to me. Yes. Better than the chick next to of me. Of course. Yes. So, yeah. of course, like, self-esteem, y'all. Like, let's look, feel good for ourselves. But I'd be trying to look good for other bitches, too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yes. I Yeah, 100%. But I'm trying to think for myself. I mean, um, I just like looking. I just, I feel like when you... For me, I feel like looking good sometimes, it makes me feel good, too. So, for sure. But Yeah, so social media, pictures, there's so much freaking social pressure, but there's pressure in real life, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, let's talk about those real-life pressures. Let's talk about it from a... Um, let's talk about it from a... career woman perspective. <laughs> career woman. So... What do you think a 20-year-old girl should have socially? A 25-year-old girl. Let's be more specific. A 25-year-old? 25-year-old girl. A woman. Young lady. Chick. Yeah. <laughs> like, what should she have, like, materialistically? In, in, in general. Like, a college degree. Like, because uh, this is, I feel like, this, this is the typical stuff. Like, a college degree. Yeah. Um, living, living on her own. Um, or living with a, 
a roommate or maybe with her boyfriend. Yeah. But living on her own, independent, college college degree, um, traveling. Oh yeah. If you haven't traveled, I feel like people look down on you. And I feel like that's what people expect at a 25-year-old, normally. But the reality is, 25, you might have graduated college, you might have not, um, because sometimes things don't work out like you imagine them. Or maybe college isn't for everyone, and that's a whole other topic about college and uh-huh. what people expect of what, just that we're so institutionalized to go to college, but that's a whole other topic. But I feel like the reality is that you might have kids at 25, you might not. Um, you might have never have left the state of your state that you live in. You might still live with your parents, especially with the economy nowadays. It's so expensive to live on your own. And I feel like you really don't have, at 25, a legit career to afford living by yourself because it's so expensive, especially in the city that we're in. We're in Denver. It's so expensive. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it's okay not to have your shit together. Do you feel like you have your shit together? Do no. Like, half of the time, like, sure, I have a career mm-hmm. but sometimes I'm still like oh what if I did this oh what if I did this like why do you have to know what you want to do the rest of your life at 25 I, and I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves to you have to have it figured out you have to yeah. have it figured out by like your after college it should be all figured out and I just feel like I, I hate that we have that idea because um I'll give an example like Jennifer Lopez. She turned 50 last year, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Something like that. She turned 50. or, um, And she, I mean, this is a woman that's had a career. But she said that it all finally clicked to her when she was getting close to 50. She had her stable relationship. She had her kids. Her career had never been more exciting. She finally did the movie, the Hustler movie. And it, it got a lot of attention. You know, so I just feel like... I just feel like there's, maybe you never figure it out, but I just feel like we shouldn't feel the need to feel, to put a, a, an age. I feel like we're so defined by numbers. We're so, we put so much importance on age for so many things. Well, again, I think what you're saying goes back into the, like we're in a perfectionist society, right? Mm-hmm. Like by 25, you have to have your career, mm-hmm. know what you want to do, have traveled. But there's some people that have some rough ass lives. Like I know some 25 year olds, who been divorced twice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And life happens like shit. And we all we all start off we don't we are we aren't all born in the same um like playing field. Playing field, yeah. Yeah. And that's <laughs> also another reality of like so everyone has um some people have extra support and some people don't have any support. And so I feel like that also plays a big factor in what happens to you further in life. And actually, buddy, I really like that because the whole uneven playing field, because mm-hmm. you'll see some people, you know, with, and we're talking about 25, but this can really happen yeah. at any age, that, like, they got all this brand name stuff, right? And for some people, like, they could probably afford it, right? Mm-hmm. Is it... Are you trying to tell people your status? Maybe, maybe you just like nice things. But I also know so many people too that purchase all these things that they cannot afford, yo. And just to sh- prove a statement. But why? Why is it? Do you think they're doing it for 
themselves or for other people or to fit in? I think it could be all those all reasons. All of the above. Mm-hmm. Honestly. I mean, I'm going to throw this out there. Oh, let's see. And I don't know. Do you think it's... Uh, Mm, never mind I don't know say be brutally honest dude it's literally the title of our podcast do you think it's a black and brown thing where we just never feel like we're enough like we're good enough so we have to feel good enough by having that BMW by like we have to prove like socially we're just not good enough we, we feel maybe internally that we're not good enough and maybe systematically we feel like we're not good enough so if we buy that BMW if we have that that those just the, the nice things, the nice shoes, the nice clothing, the brand names. It, we just kind of feel like we're more leveled with with our peers. I mean, I think that could be it for sure. I would say, though, it's more of a socioeconomic status thing than mm-hmm. a color thing. Mm-hmm. And this is why. Mm-hmm. Because if you go to Mexico, you go all these Latin American countries, um, there's rich people in all those countries. And mm-hmm. all those people are going to be rocking that stuff. But it's not costing any financial strain on them to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the poor people or middle class people mm-hmm. might go into debt to buy a $3,000 purse that they'll pay for two years. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think it could definitely be a color thing, but socioeconomics, that is thing. Yes, of course, socioeconomics. But I feel like socioeconomics, there's a... Sometimes black and brown were more in the bottom of the you know like working class the working class and so we're always trying to we're always trying to get to that next that next level and sometimes um who was it was it chris rock who said there's a lot of rich black people Uh a lot of rich black people but there's wealthy white people you know because we buy rims we buy chains we buy you know, all the stuff that makes us feel good for that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when I try to make myself feel better mm-hmm. on Ten. my purchases, you know, I'm uh. like, fuck. When you go in the grave, you ain't taking shit with you. That's true. So you can, and this might be a poor people's mentality, I don't know. <laughs> but you can, like, save up money all your life to leave, uh-huh. you know, future generations. Yeah. But you'll live, like, a miserable life. I think it's finding that balance. Yeah. Finding that balance where you could still have fun. You could still have fun and be... Think about the future. Think about the future. Because yeah. you might live to be 100. Yeah. Well. You got those good genes. You might live to be 100. <laughs> We're in COVID times. Man. You know, and the thing with social pressure is that sometimes it does cause like a lot of stress, anxiety, and obviously the poor self-esteem. Yeah, I think, you know, those are very real feelings of, you know, around social pressure, around what we look like, around what we do. Um, I don't know about you, but I've been in some stressful situations or even where my anxiety where I'm like I'm under the table like picking my fingers I don't know biting my nails just because I want to present a certain way yeah and then in the end when when I look back at it I'm like who the f cares you know what that's what I've learned in life I think the older you get the less you really care and it's so liberating because you start to care less what people think about you but I feel like that comes with age I feel like when you're in high school I mean 
just think about when you just go back to like middle school, high school, and how it was just so important to be that cool person, that cool kid, whatever. And then as you get older, I think after you, as as you get older, you just kind of start care, stop, you start care, you stop caring about what people think. Yeah. But I think is what you said is that balance though. Yeah. Because I've seen some ladies on the streets, some dudes. I'm like, yo, what the hell is going on with you? So maybe people should still care a little bit. Care, people. Please care. We should all care. <laughs> no. Choose your social pressures wisely. Yes. Everything with the balance. Just balance your life. I mean, and then don't just, just be you. Like there's nothing more beautiful than being yourself. Like, really, there's nothing more beautiful. I feel like... Uh, let me bring up the Kardashians really quick. I feel like the Kardashians. So when the Kardashians came out, um, and now, especially now, everybody wants to look like the Kardashians. Everybody looks like the Kardashians. If you see like a lot of Instagram girls, they all want to look like the Kardashians. They all dress like the Kardashians, which is cool. But... Which is good for them. But... I know the Kardashians get a lot of hate, but let me tell you, as a Latina, <laughs> as a Latina, I remember back because they've been on the show. I don't know how long was it, fourteen years? I don't know. They've been no they, idea. they've done their show over for for over a decade. But I remember back in the day, it was being skinny, being blonde, being blue eyed. That was what mainstream considered beautiful, and it. I feel like the Kardashians, as crazy as that sounds, they made. Darker skin, beautiful. They made dark hair, beautiful. They made being curvaceous, beautiful. They made being 5'2", beautiful. Um, so I feel like they brought a different a different type of beautiful to the mainstream. I feel like we've everyone's trying to copy that now, which sucks because I feel like people are, are even like her sister, Kylie Jenner. I mean, for the longest time, she looked like Kim. And I'm like, be yourself. So I feel like there's finding that balance, but I do give a little bit of credit to the Kardashians for, and not all because, but I feel like they brought some of that different type of pretty to mainstream. And maybe because I am five two, maybe because I have dark, um, dark hair and I am, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a lighter color tone, skin tone. Um, so I, I thought, I, I thought that was really cool. And I give them credit for making other girls that weren't tall, blonde and blue eyes only beautiful when you think of America huh random no, uh, that's random dude, no, it's but so random but I'm glad that they've had a positive impact on you like I don't no. think I've ever heard anyone <laughs> say that about the Kardashians and because I'm, well and you know what and because they get a bad rep because they actually do and that's a whole other thing like the plastic surgery no like they've gone so I'm not agreeing with any of that that's so, yes, I just feel like the initial part of... I think they brought a different type of beautiful to mainstream America, United States of America. Um, All right. But, I mean, they've gone a little too extreme. Yeah, that's... that's uh, so I'm not agreeing with all the plastic surgery no, that they've done. Is, and they don't even look like themselves anymore. But that's a whole other... Again, that's a whole but other it topic. is cool, though, that it, it kind of had that perspective for you. Because for me, like, growing up or even now, like, I don't think they've had any type of influence in my life, to be honest with you. But I have a ton of friends who are like, yeah, dude, like they look so good or other people. And shit, I mean, they do look <laughs> they good. They do. Everybody wants to look like them. And I just feel like 
don't, you're not, just stop, be yourself. Like everybody wants to get that big, exaggerated, fake ass that looks like you're wearing a diaper full of stuff in it. You know what I mean? Like, well, okay. Oh, <laughs> I feel like we just got judgmental as fuck in here. <laughs> but yeah, no, like for real, that's true though. You know what I but mean? shit, they can afford that. At least, you know, like they can reverse that shit. There's other chicks that will go in there like 20, 30 grand and they, they stuck with that booty forever. Yeah, it's true. It just sucks that they're, it just sucks because I feel like they're also like just kind of, poison is a strong word, but I feel like they're also poisoning a lot of young people's minds on what what they should look like. Um, and I don't think having a, a 24 inch waist with a big booty, I don't think that's normal. I don't think that's even like, that's not even normal for any woman. And so it just sucks that they put this idea of what a woman should look like on these young girls and so that's the part that I'm just like they just went too they went too extreme with it like it's just so so that's what sucks about them and they're continuing to do it like they just continue to get more plastic surgery and so that's the part that that sucks because I feel like they do have somewhat of a responsibility to be because they're so they're so mainstream just to kind of be more more aware of what if Chloe gets her hair blonde everybody wants to get their hair blonde you know they just have to be more aware of how they really what they do themselves how they affect other people young girls especially well that's that social pressure right like they might be influencing other people to do certain things and I'm sure they have plenty of social pressure themselves like to look perfect can you imagine always looking perfect? Oh my gosh. So dude. Have you seen me when I wake up in the morning? No, I haven't. <laughs> or after lunch. Yeah, I don't know. But it's social pressure and men get it too. Men get it too. Dude, like I'd be following, well, that's a whole other thing, but I'd be You'd following, be following. Uh-huh. like Dr. Miami, you know, all these things. Mm-hmm. Dude, men get fake six packs. They get like abscess fat removed from their... Man yeah, moves, I feel like men know? are are better um, going more into plastic surgery than than we're aware of. Like, yeah. I feel like it's become more norm for them too. Which I guess it's a fair game for everybody. I mean, if it makes you if it makes you feel good, then whatever makes you happy. But I feel like men have a and I feel like men have a lot of social pressure financially. Yes, like they need to be successful. They need to have this. They need to have that. They need to have their life figured out as well. Um, and I feel like men. I feel like that causes a lot of like anxiety in men so what do you think let's do this real quick what do you think are like the top three social pressures for men and like the three top social pressures for women in your opinion um i think man is money mm-hmm. i think money is probably like the biggest one um do you think their looks i don't know I mean, their height Ooh. but that's social I mean, pressure they can't, they can't they can't do anything about that's it that's social pressure so their well, physique are you being sure. very specific like their height well sure it could be their physique I think you know there's culturally like taller men you know or <laughs> like <laughs> more appealing to people but you know you can't do anything about it same with like penis size, but I think <laughs> there's like a lot of freaking social pressure for men. For men, and you know about like yes. their body too. Men, tell us what your social pressures are. What do you feel like you have to have figured out? Yeah, we need a man's perspective. 
I think a career too. I think a career as well. Yeah. And For like sure. just being able um, to provide for himself and potentially a partner and be able at one point to care for a family. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I feel like for sure. I feel like there's the gender roles, but I feel like men I think for the most part feel pressure to kind of that financial pressure. Yeah. And I'm sure their physique. I'm sure, I th- guys too, care about your sure. physique but don't care too much. That's a turn off for me. When they care too too much about what they look like. Yeah. Like let me just say one of my pet peeves is <laughs> Um, on social media, like any kind of Instagram or whatever, and you see guys taking pictures that guys have Instagram, and they look so perfect. Or they pose too hard. I don't know why I don't like a guy that poses too hard. Like, he's trying too hard. That's a turnoff. I don't like that. But it's okay for a woman to do it. Um, I feel like it's... I feel like a woman... It's like more it's expected, acceptable. I guess, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? We're like giving all of our listeners like all these topics that we're going to talk yeah, about. Yeah, there's just so much to talk about. It's our first podcast. Yeah. But so what about women? What do you think are like women's top? Physique. I think that's probably like the number one almost nowadays. Okay. Like just looking good. I rolled my eyes. <laughs> um, careers and then being like a, I don't know like a wife or finding your love your significant other like finding a, a partner I feel like yeah. there's pressure with that like you should have a partner I don't know I feel like dude that's so true so like I'm Latina right and I always heard like growing up like all this like older ladies being like she's like 30 she's she should be a nun or like she's never gonna get married like dude 30 is like young 30 is the new 20 but yeah i feel like especially well i don't know especially i feel like in a lot of a lot of cultures because i have like russian friends i have but you know i feel like there's just that pressure that you're supposed to have a partner or esperanza de que algo va a pasar like that you're gonna get married like there's a light at the end of the tunnel that Um, hope there's that what do you think are the three main pressures for females I think I agree. I think... Um, why, why is career not on there? I mean, I feel pressure for my... I, that's my... I but I feel like generally, I don't know if that's... Maybe. I don't know. I think... Maybe it depends on the subculture we talk about. Yeah. But I think definitely, like, body. Uh-huh. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, body, I would say, like... Either being a mom, like, you know, having kids or being a wife, like, yeah. that's definitely expected. It's expected. Um, oh, what, what should be the third one? I, I think... Career? Yeah, or even, like, it, this whole social media stuff. Like, I think there's a lot of social pressure for women, too. Yeah. You know, for me with social media, I, I think... I think long and hard when I post something. I have issues with posting mm-hmm. on social media. I feel like, oh, does this picture look like I'm trying too hard? Like I'm trying too hard to be cute? Does this, like I overthink what I post and then I just don't post anything. I don't post a lot on my social media because I just get like, do people really care what I ate today? Do Dude, people... but I think the secret to that. Uh-huh. Is not is, caring? Well, I don't know about that. Okay. But confidence. Like you can post whatever the fuck you, you want. Can. Mm-hmm. And if you have that confident vibe, Ain't nobody gonna say shit. Well, people might say shit, you people know, but gonna, yeah, I just for me, I just feel like 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's not for me. It's not necessarily confidence. I just feel like it's more like. I don't know. Well, not I, even confidence in yourself. Just confidence yeah. in whatever you post. I feel like maybe I'm more private than I like to admit. Maybe. I just, you don't really post a lot. I don't post a lot. You don't post a lot either. I post, you know, I'm selective with my social media. Yeah. Like Facebook, I have coworkers, you know, <laughs> yeah. my parents, my family. Uh-huh. So I'm very conservative. Yes, on your Facebook, for Instagram sure. is like middle ground. A little bit of everything. Yeah. And Snapchat, let me tell you. <laughs> it be popping on the weekends. <laughs> and I'm not on TikTok yet. So I can't really talk about yeah. that. No, I agree. I um, Facebook is like a little bit more old school too. Like you don't really post. It's not. It's not. I did it for the gram. Like it's definitely more like. Yeah, Facebook is like family and friends. A drunk picture Ooh. on LinkedIn. Yeah. Like you wouldn't oh, do that shit on LinkedIn. True. Like if you do that on Facebook, I might judge you. Yeah, I would judge you for sure. <laughs> you know, and I just actually I know what I want my third social pressure to be because I feel it. What? As a woman, uh-huh. I'm expected to know how to cook. Ooh. Like if I fucking went to sleep one night and the next morning I'm like the chef. Oh. Like I don't fucking think so. Like be happy if you get some scrambled eggs. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, and you know what? Gender roles. That's a great, that's a great... That, yeah, that's a social pressure. That's a social pressure. No, so we mentioned... Expectations, with, with those expectations that people put on you. Yeah, and that's totally Especially social Especially like Latinas. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be, one of these days, I'm going to be talking about my suegra, about <laughs> my mother-in-law. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're going to hear it. But, well, and you mentioned like all these things, like we said our top three things, and you said that, you know, with social pressure... We might feel like anxiety, stress, like kind of self-esteem issues. Like I know sometimes I do shit. Well, it's hard not to compare yourself to others. That's the thing. But yeah. That's not. That's that's the thing with like social media. Is like before we used to compare ourselves to maybe people that we saw on TV once in a while, um, billboards or magazines. But now, literally, we have a phone, yes. and constantly in our hands and when we're bored we get on social media when are we get on social media and we're swiping and you see all these beautiful women you see all these you just see you just all you see is beauty and you're just it's hard not to compare yourself to them oh you know what I mean? it's just hard not to compare yourself and then you're just like even the way they pose even the, you know what I mean? it's just like the content there's just it's hard not to compare yourself to, to everyone on social media yeah and then it makes sense, right? If you're feeling this like anxiety, stress, whatever, we're either gonna do things to make us feel better, so change our bodies or change, you know, show a face of who we want people to yeah. see. For me, for self care, honestly, like I like to dance, um, and yeah. when I'm on the dance floor, I don't give a fuck what I look like. Yeah, you're right. That's when I forget about social pressure. Let's talk about when you forget about social pressure. When don't you care? So dancing. Dance. When don't I care? Um, <laughs> I feel like when I'm in good company. Yeah. Like if I have good people around me, family, friends, just in good company, and people know me for... I mean, I just... I, I feel like I, I don't care. Like I love when I'm in good company. When I'm in good company, when I'm eating, I don't... I enjoy eating, so I don't feel social pressure to not... You know what I mean? I just feel like eating makes me happy, so dancing for sure um work i feel like i feel social pressure at work like i have to 
present myself a certain way, which I guess you should as a, as a professional. You should care what you look like. You should care what you look like and you should care how there should be a, a, a certain professionalism that you should care yourself with. Yeah. But even what you say or how you say things sometimes or emailing the correct email to whoever presenting yourself in a professional manner via email is important too. So I feel like there's that's kind of some good, some good pressure to have because you definitely want to keep that in mind because I've seen emails or where people just say LOL on an email and I'm like what are you thinking what are you th- uh-huh. what is that <laughs> come on well I think too like self-care is important when we're dealing with social pressure like doing the things you like to like I know some people that love to draw or like go hiking like we live in you know in the mountains practically so yeah. um some people that like to sing like whatever we, you do yeah whatever do me, you do you I feel like for my theory in life is you should try to have a balanced life so try to have um time for yourself time for your partner time for your spirituality whatever that may be a hobby um try to have a about ba- time with friends just try to have a balanced life and I feel like picking up I feel like everyone needs a hobby or something identify yeah. what makes you happy and make that a part of your life yeah Find a hobby. Find if a you hobby. don't got one, find a hobby. <laughs> and I think too, like, if you're just so much, like, social media, like, I truly believe it's an addiction. And I'm it is addicting. So, like, giving yourself some time to, like, step away. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like it's hard, it's easier said than done because it's just become a habit. Like, yeah. literally just. Wake up in the morning, you get on your Instagram just to see what's on there. Blah, blah. You just like scroll down. Doing you your morning care. pee. Yeah. I do that too. <laughs> when you're, literally when you're bored. And I feel like one of the gifts that we need to give our brain is boredom. Like we're, I feel like many of us stop being creative because we're so caught up in social media that we that we just don't let our brains think anymore. Yeah. And we become impatient. Like yeah. we don't, we're not patient. Yeah kind of my style too you know you can look at social pressure in the face and just freaking flip the bird yeah love that i mean i feel like that comes with age i feel like i feel like as we as we as we get older it's just easier to do that but once i feel like for the, our young people any of our young listeners out there what do you mean i'm a young listener <laughs> yeah just worry about what you really work on your core values worry about how you treat people those are the things that really matter at the end of the day um not what you're wearing not what you're driving not where you live what really matters and what's going to make you you is how you treat people how you treat yourself you know i think i think that's what really that's what really at the end of the day people care about yeah but if you're gonna follow social pressure like Uh You know, your comment was super inspirational. Which one? The right now, like oh. what you should do. <laughs> like, I like that. But I also know I'm going to follow kind of some social pressures. Like, at you're least human. You're, you're human. Of course, yeah. we all are. Like, we're human. Of course we are. Yeah. I mean, that's just part of being human. But if you know, right? Like, if I know if I want to look a certain way, like, at least I have that awareness. And then you could use social pressures in a good way. Like, yeah. I feel like you could definitely turn around and, and use social pressure in a good way or change the social pressure or 
or present yourself on social media in a different way where you're just more real and then people could relate to you and um I feel like I feel like that's what Lizzo has done like she's uh-huh. made and I give her props like she's she's made um she's completely switched that social pressure around and made other women feel comfortable with themselves and it's okay to have satellite it's okay to not be perfect it's okay not to be I feel like I feel like we all have a responsibility in a certain way to to if you want to change that for other people then you could do it yourself and be an example of what normal looks like what the reality of the world is instead of being um I did it for the gram where everything has to be perfect <laughs> I did it for the gram I did I've it done for a the couple gram. things for the gram so have I <laughs> So have I. (laughs) What do you think is like your takeaway with social pressure? My takeaway is that um, you just have to, just have to, you have to know who you are as a person and you have to be aware of who you are and um, be okay with it. Accept who you are and don't expect anyone else, don't expect anyone else acceptance of you. Be true to yourself and whatever makes you happy, do it. If it's posting, if it's adding a, a pretty picture of yourself, do it. Because I know that me putting a picture on Instagram where I feel like I look pretty, it makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I like looking at it. It makes me feel good that I look good in that picture. So we're not saying that you should not, you know, care about what you put on social media. You should. But just do whatever makes you happy. That's what I take from it. What, is, what do you take from it, Melon? I think my takeaway is that social pressure is real, that it's very much present in my life. Um, And that, you know, there's some things that I'm going to be free spirit about and some things that I'm not, and just kind of being aware of that. (laughs) That's my takeaway. Yeah, so be yourselves. Yeah. Be yourselves and be happy. And also we want to hear from our listeners, from our subscribers, we got some awesome topics coming up that I yes. think y'all will really relate with. But if there is a topic that you want us to talk about, uh, we're also going to bring some other friends, people we know. If you want to be a guest speaker, let us know. <laughs> if you have a specific topic that you feel strongly about and maybe you can enlighten us, enlighten our listeners, let us know. We're yeah. open. We're open for, um, for ideas. You just totally opened that invitation. We should come up with like some screening questions. I'm just kidding. It's a little bit on the wild side. Let's be really <laughs> honest. But yeah, um, get in contact with us and we could go from there. Yeah, post it on Instagram and we'll we'll send you a message. Um, thank you all once again. Like this is our first podcast. This Yay! has been a freaking journey. Let me tell you. Yeah, but I'm glad we're doing it. It's been fun. Yeah, remember First- to subscribe. Please mm-hmm. leave, leave us a review. And you can find us on Instagram at um, Brutal Honesty Podcast. Yes. All right. All right, everyone. It was great talking to you all. Sí, muchas gracias. Till the next time. Till the next time. Bye. We're out. <laughs>